Hello and welcome to another episode of the Manam Podcast. My name is Becca Schoenborn, joined by my co-host Dustin Dubuque. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Are you sleepy this morning? I am. I'm getting up though. I'm, we're good to go. All right. I figured I'll, I'll be ready by the time you uh, get all the information you need to spew out. Down. Yeah. I should have brought you like a shot of tea or something. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Um, I slept in today even. I'm surprised I'm not the sleepy one. Yeah. No, Too I've much. Had a bu- yeah. I've had a busy handful of weeks now. So like it finally hit me uh in the last couple of you days you need to rest okay Julie. yeah yeah and it hasn't uh i had a full night's sleep and it still hasn't uh actually worked out of actually making me feel well rested yet you so, need like four more in a row yeah pretty much and, but just uh, like four not, straight yeah i've not gotten there yet just too much baseball and events and all the things in the last couple of weeks so i swear every time i talk to you you're at a different thing. it's been bad yes and it's just going to keep continuing for a little while so you know this summer's been like that i don't know i keep saying like i don't know when i agreed to all of this like i feel like i am so busy this summer but i don't remember ever like making this many plans what am i doing i was gonna say i'm kind of same way too it's just like every day and then like i thought i had a week where i wasn't doing anything and then it's just added into things so yeah it's just been nonstop all the time oh my gosh well you just had a very successful murder fest that's true any updates um, or anything you want to talk about? I didn't no, go to was, that one. But... It was awesome. Yeah, no, uh, we probably about 150 people. We finally had to shut the doors down and we extended it out. Volume 1 gave us really good coverage of it and came by, took photos, which was awesome. And yeah, 10 metal bands in Menominee, all from different parts of the country, which was sweet. Um, yeah, no, it was blow away cool. That's yeah, awesome. I, we, I can't believe that it went. It was by far our biggest show. And yeah, it was awesome everybody's very excited and happy at the end of the day that we're doing it and stuff so yeah i can't i can't complain about that at all because it was extremely good i've heard a lot of rumbling since that it was really fun it is yeah and people have figured out that we're friends now like they're making the connection that you book those shows and that i know you so now people are telling me like wow your friend dustin does a lot of work for those doesn't (laughs) he i was like he does we're noticing i'll tell him that's funny i was telling somebody uh at the show that i uh like I had a lull for like an hour, like to the second to last band. I feel bad. I didn't watch them at all. I was just outside because I was like so like exhausted by it at that point. And I was just like, I'm so glad everybody else is happy. I'm like, because I am exhausted and I'm ready to go. I'm like almost ready to be done with this. Right. But I had that like moment where I'm like, okay, my adrenaline has worn off a little bit. It's a long day. It's, I mean, we've been, I've been planning this since like November. Right. And uh, I mean, we announced the show in February. So, yeah, it was just a huge thing, and I was just like, all right, I'm ready to be done. Uh, Even though there's an hour and a half left, I'm ready for this whole thing to be done right now. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And when you do event planning, it's like by the time the event actually gets there, you're you're so, like, almost burnt out of the event from having to put so much energy into it that you're like, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah, I know. Glad everyone else is having fun. That's where I'm at. I I said that. It sounds sad, but it's not. But I was like, everybody else is happy and having fun. You know, that's worth it, even if I'm, like... It's rewarding. Yeah, it's rewarding. But the main band was like the lead singer was a was the ex lead singer of a band I used to love. I cool. still do love, and so it was cool to have like a person that I've listened to since I was like thirteen at the show. So Dang. yeah, that was pretty sweet. That's awesome. That was a cool. Well, your cool angsty moment. teenager music. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. That's what I did this weekend too at yeah, Reverb were, Music Reverb Festival. Reverb it was all yeah. like pop punk, angsty. My angsty teenage music of choice. Yep. 
the best. Just a bunch of, you know. Yeah, that was millennial that was emo that. kids in a field <laughs> living their best life. Living their best life. That sounds like a good life to me. It was great. <laughs> um speaking of uh exciting things, we're doing something new that we've never done before and uh I'm kind of excited and kind of nervous about it. Mm-hmm. Um Dustin and I are doing a live show in September at Mabel Tainter in the spirit room. Very exciting. Woo! Insert yeah. cheer noises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be recording two episodes live on Wednesday, September 27th. Um, and these are going to be kind of special episodes. So they're not our normal. I'm sure it'll be similar to our normal format, but they're going to be a little bit longer. Um, we're going to do uh, one recording that is with uh, Melissa Neeland and Andrew Marcel, which is going to be history's old gossip. So we're going to be talking about some Menominee history. I'm sure Melissa and Andrew will have some cool story to tell us that night. Yeah, they know so much. So we're going to plan some cool historic stories for you that one. And then following that, we're doing the brewery battle, which will be um, John and Ryan, our local brewers, of course, of Zymergy and Nonick. Um, the show is going to be free, very exciting, but we'll be accepting donations for both the Historical Society and Mabel Tainter and, and, us. and us. And us. Because we have to pay to do this. Yes, that's true. And it's um, at 7 o'clock, by the way. Okay, the thank you. Room. I was going to leave it vague because I wasn't sure what t- what time we decided on yet. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock at the Spirit Room. If you haven't been down there yet, they have excellent cocktails. Very cute chairs. Yeah, it's cute. Great environment. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, and we're gonna be there, so obviously, I would uh, for that. of course, <laughs> we're the best. Um, so yeah, you can come see us on September twenty seventh. More information will be on our website at themadampod.com. and we hope that you will join us. This yeah. is very exciting. Since we've never done it before, we're hoping there will be a good turnout that will make if, us want to do not, more in the future. It'll be like what we normally do. Sit exactly. in a room with four people, and we'll just go with it. Yeah. There better be more than one of you that shows up, because I think that would actually be... Would that depress you? I think, no, I think it would be worse to record in front of, like, two people than to record in front of a full room or nobody. Like, the, just, like... <laughs> That'd be almost worse. Right. That's all right. We'll, we'll like, just our partners sitting there staring at staring us. 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 Like, that's my nightmare, actually. Um, so yeah, please come support us. That would be awesome. Support the Mabel Tainter and the Historical Society in the process. Um, and we have our very first ad read. Our podcast is now officially sponsored by the Mabel Tainter. How fitting. Just a perfect little perfect segue. Yeah. Um, the Mabel Tainter is a one-of-a-kind Victorian theater built in 1889 in downtown Menominee. You can see a show surrounded by original stained glass windows, marble staircases, hand-stenciled walls, and beautiful original seats. Visit the theater for historic tours every Friday and Saturday, noon to three, or buy tickets for your next show at mabeltainter.org. Highly recommend going to see a play or a musical or a singer or a metal show. Yeah. I know they uh well but when this drops it'll be September it means the season's season starting yeah so they have a bunch of stuff coming up and yeah they yeah so pretty much you have eight months straight of Mabel Tainer shows to go see yeah we please, have a... please please support them they're great our local theater guild is amazing they are we are very lucky to have such talented people in we this are. town that put yeah. out really good shows there's so. a lot of people that put a lot of work into all that stuff yeah 
Good, yeah, look at huge that. thank you to Mabel for sponsoring us and also letting us host our first live show there. Yeah. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. We love them. Yeah, we do. Okay, well, that's enough about us, I think. We do have a guest today. We'll, we'll just keep talking for 20 more minutes otherwise on accident, I feel like. Yes. Sweet. Um, today we're joined by the owner of uh, your favorite local art store, Mike Tarr. How are you, hello, Mike? Hello. It's exciting to be here, you guys. Thank you very much. You do such a great job. You deserve awards and accolades and all the rest. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. How's it going over at Mike's Art and Design Supply? You're you're it's September, so you're gearing up and ready to go, right? I'm yes. Uh it's you know that the prep for, for fall starts in early July. Mm-hmm. And in fact, my I don't want to say my summer's over at that point, but it's like I build the first giant purchase order. And as soon as I hit send it's almost like that is means that i'm now leaving summer and entering into right. you know back to school phase and that happens yeah the first uh, week of july mm-hmm. so yeah you're buried because that means as soon as you hit send you have about four days if, until you get a couple skids of uh, stuff that then employees come on board you start building kits and and that all takes you know six weeks or so sure so yeah it's our time, you know. But we're coming off of a drought of a couple of months, so mm-hmm. you know it's. I was just going to say, yeah, that's probably the biggest uh, positive and negative of your stories. Like the, you're very ebb and flow with how the college kids are. I'm assuming seasonality, yeah, yeah, the seasonality of it. It's like the opposite of a resort town in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, it, but you're one of the stores too. We've had a, a, a gosh, who did we just? Oh, we had a Ann Vogel on the new owner of. Uh, oh geez, Dragon Tail books. Dragon Tail. I almost yeah. said book it. That's not the name of it. Right, right, right. Uh, but like your Close. store with with UW Stout here being the art, like it, you always think of like stores that you don't know can exist in a small town, but like right. yours is very much needed here. Right. right. And yeah, even though it's seasonal. Right. I mean, even without the students, I haven't been a student in ten years. I would. I've been in there a couple times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, a specialized product. You know, not everybody's an artist, especially in a small town in western wisconsin you know um so i you know i don't say this as a way to pat myself on the back but um you know it's i guess a small town in western wisconsin is kind of lucky to have a well-stocked art supply store mm-hmm. but obviously it's because of the giant art program that's stout they're 75 percent of our business wow. sure so we kind of die a little bit in the summertime but it's kind of nice in a way too i mean you know that it's going to come back in September and it's, my kids are still little. I mean, they're not toddlers they are nine and 11, but they still, they haven't reached that phase where you can start neglecting them quite yet. Right. I'll try to run air. So it's nice to take that first half of the summer, you know, six to eight weeks and just kind of spend time at home. My wife's a teacher. She teaches at, at Stout as well. So, you know, it's nice to just sort of, Everybody just kind of chills out for a couple of months and we go on some mini vacations and yeah. haven't done the big Disney thing yet. And I think, I think they're getting old enough to not want to do Disney. So I, I might end up, I might end up out of that one clean. My goal is to get my whole life without ever having right. to do it. I agree. If I can, if I can get through. I went Disney. twice as a kid and let me tell you, I remember approximately two things. About yeah, the exactly. Entire part. Did you That's- like it? It was fun. Did your parents like it? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I doubt it. I doubt it too. 
I wouldn't. Hate I wouldn't like it as a parent. You know, like, no, it sounds awful. All right. Well, you hate to deprive kids. I mean, they haven't really been asking for any of that either. They're into the big show. I mean, I remember my daughter, Vivi, was into um, Frozen. That was huge. Yeah, sure. And um, whatever. She's been in a couple of seasons of Menominee Theater Guild, the yep. summer kids thing. And so she's into those. But it doesn't seem like any other time outside of those, she's like a Disney kid. Yeah. My kid, my son Johnny is into Legos and all the sort of typical boy stuff, I guess. Sure. So, yeah, again, I might I might escape Disney. Yeah, you lucked yeah. out. We got a really close Lego store in the cities. It's yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've been there a couple of times. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's kind of a mini Disney. Yeah, I re- <laughs> mostly remember the, I've been twice to Disney and the first time, the only thing I remember is crying before we left. <laughs> they don't want to leave. So it's like, okay, it must have been fun. Yeah. But I don't remember any of it. Really. Or you're just overwhelmed and, and exhausted. Exactly. And yeah, that now knowing myself as an adult, I feel like I was probably just overstimulated yeah. and overwhelmed and ready to go back home right. to my own bed. Right. Knowing how I operate. <laughs> like, oh, you were just crying because you were tired. <laughs> what else is new? I love it. Uh, hey, um, Justin, yeah. I meant to ask you, um, the Metal Fest, was yeah. that the one at Mabel Tainer? No, that was the one at Zymergy. We had one at Mabel Tainer in early July. So, for some reason, you know, a Metal Fest at Mabel Tainer is kind of hard to, for my mind to wrap around. Oh, I know. Am I alone in that? Uh, no, I went there. to it. That was the <laughs> only one I've gone to. Okay. It was actually very cool. And nothing was destroyed no, or no, so, on the ground. So the right? funny part about it is, is uh, uh, Lucas Chase, who's been on the show before, yeah. was the director, yeah. uh, gave me the green light to do it. And again, it's their off season, right? So right. they were like, and, and I, I promote it. So like I do like the back end work and right. hey, that saves them time. Totally. Yeah. And, uh, and so like he was like, yeah, let's do it. It's the Mabel. It's an art, you know, it's an art theater. And we should be able to do anything like this. So I was like, cool. And uh, I intentionally, I think I've said this on the show, I intentionally worked with bands that I knew because, okay. like, you know, I care about the Mabel. Right. And, like, they all knew this shtick. Like, right. I told them all. Right. And I was like, this is a special yeah, opportunity. This is a special opportunity. Don't ruin this for it's me. It's a one-time <laughs> thing. Like, right. we got to have fun here, but let's keep it fun. Right. And but and uh, so I intentionally booked really nice people. And it was funny. Like, yeah, like, there's many times throughout the night you're like, well, I can't believe this is happening here. Right. Like, and but by the end, I got a couple messages from employees that were working there saying that they loved it, thought it was the nicest thing ever. Uh, Alyssa, their marketing uh, manager or what, uh, whatever her title is, she worked well with me on it, and she's like, she's like, we got to do this again. She's like, we loved it so much. She's like, they were so nice, and everybody just had such a good time. I love it, and yeah, it worked out. Uh, it worked out well, and I intentionally booked like theatrical style bands so it looked cool on stage. Right. Um, yeah, it, it went over way too well it was weird it was i've said this for uh, like to a couple of people but it was just weirdly fitting because of the theatrics of all the bands like right. it felt like you were going to see a stage show almost because right they were some of them were in like face paint and right. like like cool costumes and stuff and i was like oh i love it it was weird and also um i don't know if anybody has told you this but the reputation is that your shows have a polite mosh pit they do which i think is so cute like that's what i've heard from multiple different people like oh the, the that's the most polite mosh pit i've ever seen i know 
Knock somebody out, help them up. Yeah, right, exactly. right. Always, right. Always. That's always. nice. And yeah. this nice that Mabel has just mm-hmm. enough space in the front by the stage. So there could be some. There's oh yeah. There was a little mm-hmm. bit. There yeah. was a little bit of people for a little while. But you there. could tell like, everybody really was like, themselves. "Don't touch any of the historic things while we're thrashing around." Yes, like, exactly. Just That's in true. your own little bubble. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And it went but, yeah, so it, and cool. it went so well. We might be doing it again. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to get to one of those. I know you've mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fun. I didn't know what to expect. So fun for Menominee. Something fun to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. How did you end up owning an <laughs> just segue of the day? Uh yep. how did you so before you got here, Dustin, we realized that we both grew up in Appleton. Okay, small yep. world, different high schools, but we both accidentally came to Menominee and then just didn't leave. Mm-hmm. So similar story. I think that's where we left off because that's we right. got here. So yeah. Um Stout did Stout bring you here? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So after high school, I went to, I worked at a resort in Colorado at Keystone and I was a ski tech for a couple of years, a couple of seasons, and then um, moved back to Appleton for a couple of years and then moved to San Diego, California for a year or two. I forget. It's a long time ago. Um, and and then a buddy of mine who was going to Stout said, oh, you've got to come to Stout. It's great. There's tons of girls, you know, right? Okay, right. And I was young, so I can use that as an excuse for that being a draw. And sure. I came up here, and it was 1990, and I, I never left. One thing led to another. I hadn't been in, interested in art in any way since third grade, and I met a girl. Um, even though he said, "Oh yeah, there's tons of girls," it's like, well, right away I met a girl that I dated the whole time almost for back in college, and um, and she said, "Oh, you should, you know, become an art major. You might enjoy it." And uh, so I took a ceramics, a ceramics class, and then th- that led to drawing and painting. And all of a sudden, it was like, I guess I'm an art major. And so I was like 22, 23 when that happened. And, um, you know, I mean, weird things just happened. And then I became romantically involved with somebody who was a fixture of the community, and we were together for a while. And then um, right when I graduated, the business I now own um, – opened in town. It was a store out of uh, Minneapolis called Penco. Pen, Pen Company is what that stood for. Penco Graphic Supply. Their main store was on Washington Avenue. Okay. And um, and they were more of a commercial location. They were selling to ad agencies and architect firms and stuff like that. And um, they opened this little shop here because I I guess around that same time, this would have been 96. So that that there was a two-year period there from 294 to 96 where uh, I think the university bookstore was independent and then it was bought by a national chain of university bookstores, bookstores called Follett. And, um, and, and Follett did this thing at the time. I don't know if it's still true or what any of that's about anymore, but they'd sort of drop a corporate model wherever they go. Uh, so they couldn't really customize to what was happening on this campus. And so our teachers, there was a few that lived in Minneapolis, um, went to the Penco graphic supply store in, in on Washington Avenue and said to the owners, you guys should really open a store here. We're dying for one because at the, at the same time, the art department was growing mm-hmm. kind of quickly. And uh, so they did. And, and that, that happened right when I was uh, right when I had graduated and I saw that they were opening this store and I walked in and said, you guys couldn't hire a better person than me. I just graduated. I'm staying in the area. I know the program. I know the teachers. So they hired me and then, I managed that store for them until I went back to graduate school and got a master of fine arts degree in painting and drawing in 2007 to 2009. 
Uh, so I managed that business for them for 11 years. And then while I was in Bowling Green, Ohio, getting my MFA, uh, the guy that I had trained in to replace me at the store here as manager, he was leaving as well. So my old boss called me up in my studio. I'm working on my thesis show. And he's like, hey, Mike, Andy's leaving. And do you want your old job back? So I'm like, uh, it was kind of like this bittersweet thing. But, you know, my girlfriend, who's now my wife, uh, she was, she's from Menominee. Her parents own the Irvington garage. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's an old business going back to the forties. So she's got deep roots here. So we came back and uh, got my old job back. And then they were at that time suffering kind of from the 2008 financial crisis. So they had to sell part of their business. And um, this store always did well because of the built-in customer. So, but they didn't live here. They were established in Minneapolis. So they sold this store to me. And uh, so we were talking earlier about how you, one sort of link leads to another that just keeps you, yep. you know, in, right. in a place. So that was a big link. And once you own a business, then we had got married then we had kids and now it's like, all right, this is where we live. And this is, this is where we're raising our family. And yeah. it's great. I mean, I love Menominee, but you know, it's, you, I, if you would ask me this 30 years ago, I never would have said any of that of stuff. Of course. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. He's heard it from me a hundred times, yeah, especially exactly. coming from Appleton. Moving here is such a, such a culture shock for me. Like I generally knew what I was getting into. Like I spent enough time in small towns. Yeah. But like, I, I, I was in the same boat. I, you could not have paid me to, and told me that I would live here. Like right. I was convinced I would leave this town so fast after I was done with school. Right. But it's interesting. It's I mean, like it's, it's, thing, it's yeah. this place that's sort you know, it's, it's central to, you know, Eau Claire has really been on the rise in the last 10, 15 years. Um, you know, Minneapolis and St. Paul is right there. Um, whatever. And then you have all kinds of nature stuff and little, you know, nice, you know, down along the um, river road, Pepin and stuff. So yep. yeah, there's a lot of diversity of interests and then just go North and you're in classic Northwoods, you know, Wisconsin. Exactly. So you have a lot within an hour or two mm -hmm. of to choose from. So I guess it makes sense to be in the middle of all that. Yeah. And I didn't, I t take for granted living so close to the Great Lakes. Like I, when you grow up someplace, you don't think about it. Like, right. like Michigan was an hour from right. me growing up and now Lake Superior is what, two hours from here. Right. And I, uh, I was at a conference recently and um, that, w it made me realize that that's very special. Like people were like, you can just drive to Lake Superior. Yeah, I was right. like, yeah, we, we go every summer. That's, yeah. that's the thing. You go pick rocks, you go hang out on the North shore. Right. And it's like, oh my god, like I need to go there. I'm like, well, oh there, yeah. There's some about Wisconsin too, because I was telling people that's because a guy watches a lot of movies and stuff. There's a reason why Wisconsin's used as reference to like the Midwest in so many TVs, mm -hmm. shows, and movies. It's because it just has enough. Like I always tell people, I'm like, how often do you hear people use the Dakotas or even Illinois? Or it's always for some odd reason Wisconsin mm -hmm. that they choose because it has like enough things where people think, oh, woods, water. Cheese. hunting cheese packers <laughs> but they also have madison mm -hmm. right and so like there's just enough to where people outside of our bubble yeah. have this reference point of right. where it's at and what it does and stuff so like there's yeah. something right. to it of of you know wanting to actually live here yeah. even the people who live in the other midwestern states like a lot of like a lot of people from illinois buy cabins in northern wisconsin like that was that's very normal for that they don't have, yeah, pipeline they don't. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Northwoods are much more special than I realized. Yeah. Now that I'm an adult, I'm realizing it. Yes. Right. As a kid, I was like, 
We're just going camping in the woods yeah, again. Just, <laughs> just like every other weekend. Bring, yeah. the, bring the mosquito repellent. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now I'm like, dang, we have good woods here. Right. <laughs> good woods. Right. It is a Wisconsin slogan. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah serious. So you were saying like how uh, your stores evolved into what you have today. So when when's the evolution of just like where like you put your name on the store? Yeah, like that's a you know that's a quite the right. So itself. when we bought in 2011, I think it was or 2010, I forget. I 2011, I guess. Um, we had to change the name. We didn't buy the name. We just bought the business. Basically, we bought the stuff. And I guess you bought, you know, also the history of the place, you know, it's been in that same corner. Um, and so we had to change the name. And, uh, and I, I, I'm still not crazy about the name. I'll be honest. It was my wife's idea. And it's like, well, you know, I shouldn't say it was her idea because she might say, don't say that on, on, on the air. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's now it's on. It's a bad thing. But, um, but it's a little bit of a, it's, it's just a lot to spit out. And, um, but I think that, you know, we kind of wanted to mimic the name of the school of art and design as well. Mm -hmm. So that's where, you know, and I guess over the years, the prior years, we'd heard from time to time, it's like, who are you guys? And what are, you know, even still, I get people that come in and say, I've been driving this past this place for 25 years. And I've never been in here. And, you know, I, I, and a lot of people think you're only open to stout or who knows, there's a lot of weird, you know, interpretations of stuff. Um, but I think that we wanted to incorporate in that title, what we did. So, you know, we supply art and design stuff, sure. right? So that's where that came from. And then we named it after me because by that time, everybody would come in and still people that I don't even know, or don't think I know, or don't think I've ever met. Thanks, Mike. Hi, Mike. What's going on? They call me my first name, which is really kind of weird, sure. but, um, so we just put my name and what we do. And that became the semi-generic title of the place and everybody trips over it every time they try to say it oh well yeah but you got the easy go-to <laughs> people to say they're going to mike's exactly the, right the right. people in the local area right. just right. know what that means right. or the, yeah the art store yeah the art store right the art store yeah the art store i didn't realize that you have only owned it since 2011 because that's yeah. when i started at stout so yeah. In my brain, it's been there the entire time. Yeah, well, the store It's been, always existed in this town, yeah. in my experience. <laughs> and it's always been the same thing, you know, because I've, I've, I've been the, the, the person who's run it the whole time. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, I've only owned it for half that time. Got it. Yeah. Cool. So the one thing I realized as we're sitting here uh, that you're talking like, I mean, we, me and Beck have known you for quite a while. I have no idea what type of art you do. Right. Well, you know, I um, make sort of abstract drawings and paintings, I guess is the simple way to say it. I'm going to say my website, but if you go to it, the most recent thing you're going to see on it is probably about like five years old, um, but it's MikeTarArt.com. M-I-K-E-T-A-R-R-A-R-T. Okay. Also a little bit of a tongue twister. I don't know why I keep doing that, uh, but anyway. Um, so there's stuff on there. So you'll get you'll get the idea. Okay. And I guess I still work kind of in in a similar way. This is what you might see on that site. Bad at updating websites. And the store doesn't have a website. I never did one. Um, you know, because the, the thing is, is um, you know, I was listening recently to the um, Hive and Hollow podcast, mm -hmm. and um, and you know she does a lot sarah does a lot of local stuff um and isn't probably competing too much although i don't know that world but with um with the um with the internet too much but for me it's like well if you're you know if you're 
going online to buy art supplies, like there's a lot of wholesalers and people right. who can really undersell. And so I never did it. And my customer is so, uh, you know, specific to this. To, it's a really small little thing. Right. So That's true. I never really did it. Um, and it hasn't seemed to really matter much. Sure. Um, but I don't have a website. I, you know, we're semi-active on, you know, being somebody of a older, um, of an older age, it's like, you know, social media, a little hit and miss, you know, I try to hire a social media person, but I haven't anyway. Social media. Is everybody knows where we, everybody knows where we are. And yeah, you know. yeah. I'm pretty in great now. Like it feels like the last handful of small business owners we've had are like the ones that people I think think of like yeah. Menominee for, I think like Mike's and Triangle and, you know, Ted's mm -hmm. and stuff are the ones that are pretty staples to the town at this point where right. it's kind of like if you're hitting the local region. Yeah. And having just know it exists. Right. Having such a specialty uh shop too, like you're the word of mouth marketing is gonna do more than right. any digital marketing Agreed. probably could do at this point. Like Yeah, I would say of all like the businesses downtown outside that don't serve food that I've randomly told people throughout my life, like, oh yeah, I just go there. Mike's is probably one of them because oh, they're bringing yeah. up something that they're doing, like mm -hmm. specialized that I'm like, oh yeah, there's we'll just go to Mike's it's downtown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love going there like, for gifts. I don't know why. Yeah, you're a good gift store. That's, all another, sorts of that's another yeah. underrated thing about your store. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I think it's easy to think of, you know, uh, the hardcore art supplies, but up in the front mm -hmm. third of the store, it's really dedicated to stuff that anybody could could like. Mm -hmm. Once you get past the register and you start the, the, the counter area and you go back, that's where the, you know, it gets a little bit deeper back there when you get into printmaking supplies and, yeah. you know. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, um we try to do that. And, you know, Christmases are, I, when I think of gifts, I always think of the holidays. Mm -hmm. or something. But, um, you know, it's, that's a hit and miss season for us as well. And I don't know if that's a bigger economy thing or what that's about, but, yeah. you know, holidays are, they're okay, but they're never, they're never consistent, it seems. Sure. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is, what's your favorite part about owning your own business? Well, I think it's, um, you can kind of schedule time off. It's, uh, I bring up kids again. It's really been helpful for having kids mm -hmm. because you can say, all right, you know, like for example, my wife's teaching schedule, um, you know, at the college level, they're not like Monday through Friday, eight to four or whatever. It's more like, okay, all our classes are on Tuesdays and Thursdays, maybe one on Friday or whatever. Right. So whatever her schedule is, then I go, okay. Then I start creating the schedule at the shop. So who can drop kids off? Who can pick kids up? And that's been really great. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I think a lot of employers are, are um, friendly to that, but it probably a lot aren't, you know, where you have to rely on daycares and after school stuff. And we've never really had to do that. And I think that's, that's one of the biggest things. Oh yeah. Having that flexibility of schedule. Yeah. You know. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, as we wrap up here, Mike, yeah. um, where, so where can everybody find you? We are on the corner of Main and Broadway in downtown Menominee, 105 East Main Street, Menominee, Wisconsin, 54751, right? You all know Corner of Main and Broadway. Corner of Main and Broadway at the stoplight. You can't miss it. Kitty Corner from the Acoustic Cafe. I think between us and the Acoustic. Right. I'm not sure. I think we might be, I think us and the Acoustic might, and Ted's are and, and just jewelers, I can't forget them. Are probably the four longest. I yeah. can't think of any. I mean, the buck, but that's changed hands. Mm -hmm. Log jams changed hands too. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway. Yeah, you're probably yeah. the You yeah, start getting this in the old guard, thing. Mike. Yeah, the old Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel it every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we wrap up, I just speaking of art, I want to encourage everybody to try some new type of art. Okay. Because I think that it can be very intimidating to get into something new creative-wise. Yeah. But I taught myself how to do calligraphy and brush lettering after going into your shop and just yeah. buying some brush tip markers yeah. and a marker too. notepad. Like, yeah. you can uh, come up with all sorts of new hobbies just by walking into your shop. That's so. right. And currently, we'll come and do that. Well, years ago, we used to offer classes. We haven't offered cl uh, any classes in a while. Um, there's some people, other people that are doing that. And a lot of people don't step on each other's toes around, mm -hmm. and which is nice. Um, but we might start getting into that again. Cool. Uh, and calligraphy is one of the things that has come up. Yeah, yeah, that's. that's it's not good. super hard to learn. Like it was. It's just a few basic things. It's just. It's just like, teaching your hand to continuously do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then practicing that. a lot. Yeah, you practice a lot. I haven't done it in a while, but I went through a phase like a few months ago. Mm -hmm. where it was just I was doing it every day, mm -hmm. all the it's time. Fun. It is fun. I mm -hmm. find it very like calming too. Like any sort of, like coloring writing anything like that like yeah. it's really good for your mental health yeah. especially in the winter it's nice to have something to like for your Just brain to do, do yeah that well, you don't have you to go. go outside for yeah right well there's your plug yeah if you're looking for something small to do go and talk to mike mike and, and mike will steer you in the right mm -hmm. direction of some some new yeah. thing that you can try. maybe you'll find something you're really good at yeah exactly mm. I like to start about a hundred new hobbies a year, though. So yeah. you know, that's like just how I am. It's like me with home improvement stuff. But anyway, yeah, yeah it's another exactly. podcast. Right, exactly. We could do a whole other episode. Um, well, we end our show with the same two questions. Um, I feel like I never asked my question first. Do I? It's well, kind of weird. You can go for it. Though. Okay. Um, I would like to know what kind of good food you've eaten lately. Well, you know, my wife. Carrie makes a really great pizza crust, and we and I ate it last night. Yum! So I'll, I'm gonna go with that. Carrie's yeah. pizza crust. Carrie's pizza. That's yeah, interesting. Um, all right. So mine is, what's a movie that you watch that actually makes you feel some sort of emotion, whether it's happy, sad, mad, or however you want to feel. Wow, you guys are asking very timely questions because, not yesterday, but the day before, um. I wanted my daughter, and I kind of regret it a little bit. She's 11. I thought, oh, you got to watch The Breakfast Club. Oh, no. Right? And it's like F-bombs all the time. Sorry, again. I don't know if I can say that. Yeah. F-bombs. Um, and uh, and Barry's like, you, you, this is, you, you, come on. And there's other stuff as well, you know, that's inappropriate for an 11-year-old. Right. But Carrie's like, you probably just always saw the TV version of the movie. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, yes, I guess it may be true because I was really surprised. Anyway, it's a great movie. You know, any of those um, 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 John Hughes movies yeah. are just classic 80s movies. Again, I'm dating myself a little bit there, but they're great. Uncle Buck and all those. Yeah. All anyway, Breakfast Club. Saw it the other day. Classic. It's a classic. It's so good. It's yeah. also funny watching movies you haven't seen in a very long time. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. I didn't even remember this is what this was about. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Right. right. I mean, it's corny, you know. Right. They've got the weird montages where they're all dancing together. Oh, of course. And you can't have a dumb 80s movie without that. No. But it's great. Yeah. Classic ending in the middle of a football field, yeah. like every other 80s Never American movie. Of course. Yeah. Never Classic. All right, oh, Mike. Well, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. For, for sure, you guys. Again. Thank go, you. Go check out Mike's Art Design Supply. Yeah. Uh, you can 
Follow our podcast on social media, Facebook or Instagram at The Manam Pod. Visit our website, themanampod.com to learn more about our live show coming up on September 27th. Thank you again, Mabel Tainter, for sponsoring our episode this week. We're very thankful for your support. And until next time, we will see you later.